my name is Beth Guide. I am with a company called Vertical Web, and we do digital marketing and hosting and web design and you name it, we do it kind of thing. And um, this month, um, I'm seeing a lot of chatter about content and content silos. Uh, and I wanted to take uh, some time to talk about what content pages are how they should be built on your website, um, what those pages should consist of, how they should be constructed, how they should be posted and how they should be interlinked. So I'm gonna to try to go through this um, in a way so everybody understands. If anybody has any questions, you guys know the drill, just you know, kind of let me know and we'll stop and we'll get those questions answered. Um, but today we're going to focus solely on content. So uh, the other thing is that's happened this month is Google announced that they are raising the bar for the quality of the content. So when I hear things like that, they are Google cyclical in what they do. Sometimes they focus on the links. Sometimes they focus on what I'm going to call on-page SEO, which is how is the page posted to the website. Um, I'm starting to see a lot of back chatter on um, the content and the quality of the content. They're going to raise, they're raising the bar on that. So when I uh, see that, I know that with that, that's a, that's a euphemism for everybody is starting to put up not so good or insignificant content again. And when they do that, but still meet Google's, um, benchmarks, those bad pages are able to rank. And I mean, you see them and you hit them. They're very long. You read them. They don't say much of anything. Um, and Google's now going to use some of its natural learning, I think, to come back and say, um, hey, you know, what is a good page and what is a bad page? So this is this is now starting to come fo focus front and center. Um, it, it also is in conjunction with the um, emphasis on the technical SEO that I've seen, not so much on the speed side, but more on the um, assembly side. So that's kind of what we're talking about in general. So when I sit down and I decide I'm going to put up a page on a website, I come up with what I want that to be. Now, the first question you should ask is, how do you get there and how do you come up with that? Um, a lot of the times, I see things come by me uh, that I read and I'm like, this is wrong. Uh, I see a question uh, in, in Facebook and I'm like, okay, obviously nobody knows the answer to this. Um, I'm gonna have to put that in mute a second. Sorry about that. Um, so I, you know, I look at what is around me and what is going on, uh, what is going on and what do I see and what do people want to know about what I do. Now, granted, I have a much more um, content rich subject matter than some folks, um, but there's always ways to take the questions that you're asked uh, and produce quality content for that. The next thing that we're often confronted with is how do you construct a website and put the content on the website properly? And I've always talked about starting with a mind map. 
um, and an outline of the website. And the reason why, and we have, as a company, I've made a shift to doing this. I haven't been doing this to this degree in the past, but I've decided that when we take on a new customer, the very first thing we're going to do is map that website out. And the reason why is because I think it becomes the Bible for what you do. Now, I have, um, I have some that are really elaborate. Um, I have some that are not really elaborate. Uh, so I'm going to pick one that's kind of in the middle so that you guys get a real good flavor for what I'm talking about without being overwhelmed by a thousand content boxes. Um, so if you'll just give me a second, I'm going to launch some software here and we're going to, we're going to kind of, I want to lay the groundwork for how we go down the road here so that we understand what we need to do and why we need to do it. So the first thing we got is whether you do it in Excel, I've had some, I've had some folks do this in Excel. I've had other folks do this um, in just regular software. Uh, I, have, I have them use mind map software. I use mind map software. I use a software called MyMaple. Uh, I am not, um, I don't own stock in them. I don't promote them. I don't, none of that. It's just that's what I think is pretty much the best to be able to, to do this with and how to make it the most easy to do this. So let me, um, let me come up and reset. So although I'm not trying to be, um, uh, this one topic I have is a fascinating topic. So I'm gonna go ahead and start and use that one. Let me go ahead and share the screen here. And what the topic of this is, is it's, um, it's, a, it's basically a national funeral home that's doing some cremation. But I, I had to go through all of this and lay out what the topics were for it. So if you look at your screen, you should have that here in a second. You should have a copy of the screen. Um, and in that screen, um, you will see that I have my mind map for this website. Okay. Why this is important is because I have this color coded so that you guys can see this, but it's, it's a top down and a bottom up approach when you assemble this. So the very first thing that I do is identify what do we need to have in our main navigation. In this case, I've got services, I've got pre-planning, I've got questions, um, we have the ability, the call to action to make uh, to make an arrangement, and then I have the about us. The main services page, or the services that this business offers, are the most important part of this. So, in this case, it would be the services, the pre-planning services, and the the uh, FAQ on all of this. So when you do that, I want what I would want you to do is put your services across the top in the biggest, broadest buckets. If you're an accountant, it would be, um, you know, tax services, bookkeeping services, and IRS problems would be your top three levels. Um, so we've got we've got um, we've got we've got multiple things here. The next level down that I would look at is what are the subtopics that support this? So what are the services we offer? What are programs we offer? What are these items? This page 
that is the main topics page always has to support these sub items. So what I want to do is I want to come over here and I pause that one and we'll get another screen open. The next thing I have to do is I have to go and let me get to Chrome open here and get Chrome shared. The next thing that I do from here is I go make sure I have the right keywords on everything that I do. I also have a plastics company too that might be worth looking at. In fact, I'm going to use I'm going to use the mind map too for the for the plastics company. I think I have that on this computer. No, I don't. Okay. Um, we'll just we'll just stick with this example. All right. So I can see on this list what are the trigger points for what somebody would be using for key terms to find out about my my services. So if you look, you see we have funeral homes, we have the direct, which is what we do. Um, we have low cost. I'm, I'm writing all of this down on a piece of paper because those are the words that I'm gonna to need to put into my page to make sure my page works right, okay? So if you notice, even though our services are direct, I actually, on my mind map that I just showed you, I actually did not put direct there on the top line. And the reason why is because the cost, if you look, the cost is 22,000. The word cremation by itself is 246,000. You're always looking for what is the largest set of keywords that, and here's the services one is 33,000. So when I, after I make my map of what I have, I then am gonna come through and I am gonna pick the best possible keywords for those actual headers. You know, I, I threw out an accountant um, just to kind of show you that too. I can go bookkeeping, bookkeeping. If I go bookkeeping services, all right, which I told you was the top level. I know that I have enough accountants in my book of business that I know bookkeeping services is the top level. If you notice it's 22,000. Okay, if I do um, tax problems, which is should be another top one, it's only only 880. But what I what jumps out at me is that the cost per click on it is $26, which means that's a highly targeted word when I start to get into a 20 plus dollar cost per click in ads. So I would want to rank on tax problems. I would want to rank on bookkeeping. I would want to rank on accounting or CPA services. So let me go here. All right, let's see. So accounting services is 27,000. That's the right term. So when I start in, now I know what my top level word should be. So we're gonna, so you have to do all this planning to be able to assemble the right amount of information to be able to come up with what those look like. So let's kind of go to, this thing is still in beta, which is why this one's so, um, Hold on, sorry, everybody's kind of, let's see what I got going on here. 
Okay. So um, when I come here, let's go ahead and go to that website now. So it's. Uh, oh. All right, this is our beta site. So it's pulling up now. It's going to take it just a second. Okay. So we've got, well, I want you to come down and I want you to understand. I also want you to understand how these pages are put together because this is how you have to write this content for this stuff to, to do. So we know our main and overreaching topic. So that is what the first thing we are gonna deal with is and what I'm gonna optimize that content for. So if you notice, there's our main keyword there. Um, we've got these three boxes because we need the user to interact with us. So if they come to that website and they don't scroll down, they immediately can interact with the website. So that's my, that's my first set of things. But then what I started to do is I start to come down and I start to use, I start to write my page and come through and think about what do I want this page to say? So I know that the next question somebody is going to say is how does it work and what does it cost? Okay. So that's the next set of information. But if you notice, I have my headline here. When you write your homepage, it needs to be the cover of the book and give somebody a pathway into all aspects of your website. Um, you can't just do it partial. Um, I'm, I'll go through several examples of how to write a homepage here in just a minute, but I want this matches that, that map. If you notice, I told you that map was, was um, uh, regular, regular services, um, the regular services, the um, pre-planning services, they're already represented there. Um, and then here comes all the online discussion because that's really what this whole website is about. And if you notice, we've written it with that same, that same set of, of um, goals with it. Hold on, let me see, we got a question. Oh. I did not realize that Julia came in as a, as a nondescript user. Um, I don't know how to unblock her. I do apologize for that. Can she come in on a different connection or a different device? Cause I think that's the problem. We, we, I have a question from the, from about somebody getting logged in, but that's either that or just log call in on the telephone. I, I didn't know, I did not realize that that was a real person. We, we get some spammers through here sometimes. So I have to, it didn't, it didn't identify her as anything more than a Zoom user. All right, so I've got all of this, I've got all of this going on here on these pages. So that's, that's one way to, to start to go about it. I'm gonna take this homepage here. Remember I just said that we have to have everything we do and everything that we want to do. Um, I try to put here on my page, right? So this company here, we went through, and this navigation bar is not right yet. I have to fix all of this. This is still coming. Um, this is gonna be the last thing because this is an existing site. So I had to do this a little bit differently. But this company, we identified what are the right keywords for them? What does their mind map look like? If you notice, we have our stock shapes, injection molding, precision molded parts, um, process and development. Those are the four components of the website. Everything we sell, we have over here. So the page is laid out in a way that I have all the items I sell. I have all the items that I have entered. 
I have all my ways to do this. And the reason I'm writing this that way is because I want to make sure that there's hooks throughout this website that Google will understand all the nooks and crannies that I needed to go to. Now, the objective here is not to come up with links for um, all your pages. Don't misunderstand me. But I, when you need me, um, when you need to make a uh, homepage, you need to make sure that it comprehensively outlines your overview of your website. So this is one way to do it. And then if you came down here, because these are the items that they sell, we created pathways into those major components so that people understand what they're selling and why, okay? Um, each one of these links goes to a content page. It does not go to a matching shop page, okay? And that's very important because Google's not in the business to just rank shop pages, you know, product pages. Um, they want to rank a good solid piece of content. So our goal for the homepage is going to, I'm going to give you what that word count goal is, but what you're going to find out is that on that word count goal is that it's going to be flexible based on the people that are in your industry. So we're going to have to evaluate that too. So when I start, start into a page, I've identified my keywords. I know what my topics are. I have my mind map. Those three things are, are like, the cornerstone of all of this, then I have to come in and I have to make sure that I have these all set up right. So if you notice on this page, it's got a small amount of text up here. And then what we did was we created a map into each and every one of their products. So for, for, for if you have a product-based website, you write, a, you write a, a content page and then you put the hooks into the product within to that page. Um, if you start to follow through all these pages, you will find that they have the same and similar attributes. All right. So this page here, um, this is one of the four things on the homepage that they do. You'll notice that it, it is a heavy content page, except here are all the um, uh, products again. So we're leading with content. And then backing it, backing, backfilling in the links to any products that we have. Now that's products, okay? And even the funeral home is products. If I come to, let me use my own homepage because my own homepage had its own set of challenges. When you sit down to write these pages, these are the things that need to be in your head. I, I cannot emphasize that enough. All right. So when I come to this, to this my own website i need my little bother everybody box to go away what you notice is i took my three major things that we do those are the across the top are the three major things that we do with the highest ranking keyword displayed okay so web web hosting is about 250,000 searches a month Web design locally in Houston is about 12,000 searches a month. It's very hard to get a national number because web design is a localized term. And then web marketing is interesting because although I called it web marketing because of the brand and the flow, Google understands that to be internet marketing. So they've taken the SEO term, the internet marketing term, the local SEO term, and they've rolled them all into uh, internet marketing. So I'm okay to be flexible 
on what I'm doing here, just simply because I have other options on um, of what I've got there. So I started my homepage simply out with those right out of the box, just so we understand what I did. I want each and every one of you to do the same thing. What do you do? How do you do it? And you create those. I'm going to use the word pillars. Um, another com, com, uh, concept for it is silos. Um, I've now heard it being spokes in a wheel. I've, I've heard it explained that way. As we move through this, this becomes a very important thing. Now, when we have these three, we go immediately to what's on our navigation bar. And this next page has to be written in a certain way without any deviation from this. What this is, is what I want you to think, and if I don't explain this right, you guys need to kind of let me know that you're not getting it, okay? What I basically have done is I've created three separate websites under my main website. So the next step becomes to create, I'm going to use the word a topic page, but in essence, what it is, is another homepage for just in this case, the web design section. In Drake's case, let me do that here. Let's pull that one back up here. In Drake's case, it is the one for stock shapes, injection parts, um, the precision, the machi precision machine parts, and process and development. Each one of those has a very detailed page. So because they're coming off the homepage and they become their own silos, they have to be written in a certain way. Okay. And what that looks like is this. I have a small introduction paragraph. This one, I'm gonna, I'm gonna kind of do these in, because the attributes of them are all pretty much the same, okay? Even though they're different subject matters and they're different topics that we have to talk about, um, these are all, the attributes of them are the same. And I, I, would, I would submit to you that you need to have the same type of format, okay? Um, and the reason why is it's easy for your customers to understand. They're always first and foremost. But the other thing that we have going on here is that we're feeding Google on our very top level words that the way they want to be fed. Okay. Um, so this topics page and what I'm going to call a topics page is extremely important for the overall benefit of what my goals are to get in front of the right audience for people. So all right, so I'm going to go back to mine for a second. All right, so I have my intro paragraph. And I thought, from my standpoint, it's always important for everybody to have a portfolio. So I threw the portfolio in here next. And that was, I did not throw a portfolio in here on Drake, though, because they don't really, they don't really have a portfolio. But what they do have is a lot of products. So their products were listed here. And if you notice, each one of them go to another area of the website that matches it. The Torlon page goes to the Torlon page. The Vitrex page or the Peak page goes to the Peak page. And the reason you do that is because we're creating an interconnection of pages. Um, and what this is like is when I have a house at the beach, you have cinder blocks and each of those cinder blocks pushes it up these smaller pages become cinder blocks pick, picking up this right, this next page. That has become, that concept of interconnecting and content silos 
has been around almost from the beginning. Um, like for us, as we've evolved into the industry, we've always done it. And then over time, Google kind of gets away from it. So I've, I've noticed that over time, there's some of these are missing these content silos. Um, and then what happens is it comes back in vogue and it's, it's in vogue now. So what we're going to do is we're going to be talking about how to reassemble these content styles, which means you guys have to write that content on your website to support all of this. Okay. Um, what I said to you before, and before I get too far into the anatomy of this page, um, word count matters. But what's interesting in how these things all go together is if you look at the top 10 listings for any website that you are trying to rank against, so any term, if I wanna look at web design and I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and do that now, okay? My competition, there is not a fixed uh, competition anymore, okay? What you, you, there is no, it used to be, I could come into a room, say, write a page of 500 words, do this three times, shake it a couple times and boom, you'll be on the number one of Google. But the problem is, is that they started to learn that that was somewhat very formulaic. So what they did is they've kind of gone back and what you're kind of having to look at is what is here in that space and how do I mimic it? So I have a tool here that tells me what the word count is. All right. So this is the next piece of what we have to do before we ever even start to write a page. This is kind of um, how we do that. I have a question in my scroll right now, and it says, how did you get Google to show the hits and the cost per click? Okay, so that piece of the plugin is part of this add-on that's keywords everywhere. Um, it is one penny. So you can put $10 in and probably have enough for your, uh, it's not expensive at all. It's, I, I love this thing. So it, it takes, um, it takes what the information is and it outputs it right in the search results for me with the pay-per-click amount so that I understand what I'm looking at, okay? So I would highly recommend doing that because look, web design is 368,000 a month, but I, I know it's a localized term more and the way I know that is my map is sitting right here in the middle of the listings. Um, I'm going to disclaim it, I'm in Kingwood today, so my website is not gonna show up in Houston. Um, because I don't, I'm, I'm physically in, in Kingwood and it knows I'm in Kingwood. All right. So um, if you do this from West Houston, we're in the top three. But if I do this from where I am, it's giving me three local people. I did not put a location on it, but it is using the local area of where my computer is right now, just so you know what this is. So I know this is a local term. So I, I know that. Okay. But that's a different algorithm. What I'm now concerned with is the people that come up in the first set of the first page. So I'm going to throw out Wikipedia because Wikipedia is really not a competitor of mine. Um, but what I do know is the word count on the Wikipedia site is 5,600. Um, the way I'm getting this to display in the page is I have a plugin. It's called SERPWorks, um, S-E-R-P-W-O-R-X. Um, and it helps me look at something very quickly to see what my competitor is doing, what are the elements and what I need, okay? 
So I'm going to throw Wikipedia out. I would I would tell you guys throw any big um, directories out, any Wikipedia type things. Don't count these. Okay, so this is a this is a real person. This page has four thousand seven hundred words on it. So I need to write down four thousand seven hundred words. And then I'm going to go to the next one, which is Wix. That's not a competitor, so I can't really do that. Um, Smash the Smashing Magazine. That's a magazine page. I probably don't really want to include that. So what I would then say, looking at this, I'm going to say, oh, I went too broad and I'm going to tag back to Houston into my search because that's really, it's a localized term. I need to bring that back to local. So I put the Houston back in. And I, it gives me, you know, where we are. Okay, so I have my three. Again, forget about the map listings and we're gonna come down and go back underneath it. Um, this is a company, their word count is a thousand four, let's say a thousand words. Upcity's a directory, we're not gonna count them. Thrive is a real company, we're gonna count them. Their word count is 2,500. So, so far I have one with a thousand, one with 2,500, okay? My next one down has, that's, that's another directory. So I'm gonna throw him out. My next one down, this guy here, he's got 1,800. Jelly fee guy. Now this guy's been around for a lot of years. So he gets credit for being around for a lot of years, but he's only got 671. I've got 1400. And the reason I'm telling you to do this, because this is what you, I'm going to throw out expertise because they're an award company. I'm going to throw out design rush because they're award company. I have one, two, three, four, five, six. I'm going to add them up and I'm going to divide by six and take a base of what the average is. So let's see. Seven, 12, 12 and 14 is 26, 26 and four. 30, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. So I came up with 12,000 when I added the word count up across everybody. I told you I'm dividing by six. So that tells me that my home page should be, or my page on web design that I want to rank needs to be 2,000 words. All right. And just for grins, let's see where I am. Sometimes I'm here, here I am. And look at that, the word count is 2,370 words. And that's because I went through and took the top 10 throughout the, the directories and took the top 10 competitors and came up with what my word count should be, okay? that then becomes what that page needs to, um, that, that needs to be the confine. So I'll tell somebody general rules of a word of the account on a page should be 1200 to 1500. On my own, I went as high as 2300 because simply put, it is what was needed to be able to get within striking distance. So I am pretty happy at the moment 
to have a web page that is six to eight weeks old that is sitting in the number 13 spot on web hosting Houston um, with something that's 1,600 searches a month and a, and a pay-per-click value of $16.68. It's a pretty tough word. Um, and I'm very happy to land it there. Now, I, I haven't gone through. I haven't added anything to it. I've got so many pages I'm still trying to get up. Um, that what I ended up doing was I'm just going to start stop that if I do this one and I just did this one this weekend this one I did the same similar exercise on I don't know where I am again being in Kingwood and you'll see we landed on the first page immediately with my page that I just put up on Sunday. So what I'm telling you works if you if you actually go in and do it. So this page went up on Sunday and I put this page up and now here it is Wednesday and I am sitting on the first page for a search term that's local SEO Houston. Just so you know that that has a $31 pay-per-click value on it. All right. So this is this is I'm not telling you just something just for the heck of telling you. I'm telling you something that if you do what I'm telling you, it will work. It says, how do you figure this out when you service multiple locations? All right. That is a really good question. Um, and in this in this in this regard, this is how we do this. I have some, several places that have that have multiple locations. We went through we decide what we need to do on each one. So like my AV company, they have Dallas and Austin, San Antonio, Houston. I feel like I'm missing one. What am I missing? I don't know. It doesn't probably matter. Um, we went in and we went general. And then we also, we also made a area uh, selection. And I have a roofing company that we're in the process of doing the same with. Let me see. Um, Christina's in the process of fixing this all now. If you look under about us, I have locations. We actually are, I've got four pages. So when I look at Albuquerque, I'm gonna look at Albuquerque specifically as Albuquerque. So the roof, the roofing Albuquerque page will be written for Albuquerque. All right. If you have four places in the city, in the city of Houston, um, I would then start to look at where am I in which part of the area. I'm going to let this person in with a phone number. If it blows up, we're going to kick them out. I'm just letting you know. All right. Because it kind of comes and goes around here. All right. So with that said, uh, as far as you go, I go and I look at like if I was going to go for me, I've got Houston, I've got Humble uh, or Kingwood, I've got the Woodlands, I may add pages for those over time. Um, but you have to kind of take what is the best ga gathering that you have in that space. Um, and, and see what we need to do to do that. So I, I go through and I average them out based on what the search return is. Okay, that's, that's, the, that's the easiest way to do this, if you will, to just get in the right ballpark. So here's the thing, right? 
I just I just pulled this local SEO page. I didn't take what the averages I could get what the averages really quickly. I didn't take what the averages I did it this weekend. I can't even remember. I ended up putting up a page. I had 2,500 words on it and it just landed right where I needed it to land because I already knew what the attributes were. So I wrote this page over the weekend. All right. Um, so that you understand this is probably a really good one to kind of jump in on. Now, what this is, is going to be one of the peers under web marketing. Okay. So understand that. And this is something that applies to us anyway, but I went through and I started with, okay. And this is, these are the things as a right from the writing side of it, you're going to ask, have to ask yourself, what would be the most important thing that you would want to say? And I have one more question. So I'm going to come back and say, how would you figure out the average word count for a company that is strictly online without a physical location? All right. You take your cert. It's not. So maybe I'm, maybe I missed something here. It is that average is based on your keyword. So what I did for web design, I had to redo for local SEO. When I did it for our homepage, I had to do it for, I had to go through and say, okay, what about web hosting? What about web design? What about SEO? I had to literally go ahead and put all of those items in there so that what I ended up with was um, a page that was that worked right for everything. So I had to do three keywords for my homepage. For the local SEO, I only did the local SEO. That's all I did. And because that's what that page is going to be focused on. So depending on what you do, if that's what you want to focus on, that's what you, that's where you need to be. So you need to figure out what the mathematics are per keyword, because each and every keyword is going to be different. Now, I know these two look like they're the same. So so it's this says, is the whole word count based on, on the whole website or the keyword? It is based on the keyword. So your homepage may be different in this regard. Remember, I said that's a cover for the book. So I had to figure out it's a little bit more complex on a homepage because what I had to do is take what was the right answer for, for web design? What was the right answer for SEO or internet marketing? What was the right answer for web hosting? And then I went in and divided by three and came up with the right answer for my homepage. Because at the end of the day, the homepage is great. And, and I, you know, I think I did a really reasonable job on our homepage. But at the end of the day, I don't look for the homepage on this particular website to rank all by itself. And the reason why is because I have three topics on this page. This page is, is not focused on something. It literally is the gateway to something. And Google's recognized that because if you look, um, because of how I did this, Google, Google recognizes this. So if I do local SEO, Houston, which we know we're right there. If you notice what they did, they are not ranking my homepage. They are ranking, where'd I go? They are ranking the local SEO page because that is the right place for that search to land. So part of what I'm telling you to do, I'm telling you to do in a manner that it also lands the right person on the right page. Okay. Um, I don't want, um, 
I, I don't really want the local SEO customer landing on my homepage and then trying to figure out what services we offer. If they want local SEO, they need to be on the local SEO page. If they want web design, and, and if we look at this from an attribute standpoint, and I'm going to show you this, these pages look the same but different because the local SEO customer is different than the web design customer. So if you notice, I didn't focus on what kind of websites do we build? Where's our portfolio? I didn't focus on that. What I did is I took one of our customers listings and I pushed it here to show that, you know, we actually do make an impact. Um, and then if you come down, I took, again, actual listings that give actual numbers that show we do what we're said we're going to do because the local customer is, is um, results driven. Whereas the design person is usually graphically vision. So I have to know enough about my business to be able to make, to discern that difference. Now, from a brand standpoint, all these topics pages will be the same. All right. So I, I want, I want, I want to talk about that here in a second too. But what I had to do is I came down this page is again, why does it matter? What is it? How does it help your business? Um, why do I need to worry about it? And I have, again, I put some examples in. If you notice, I'm putting those keywords that we already found from my keyword everywhere list, they're being worked in. And the other thing is the other parts of my business are being worked in. So if you notice, I have a search, en optim search engine optimization mention here in this paragraph so I can link it back to the um, main um, SEO page. All right. That's important. Um, local versus national. Um, for the moment, I'm throwing it down the page. Eventually, I will have a page written that says, what's the difference between local SEO and national SEO? I have a question here that says, what is the misspellings or how does misspellings affect a web page? Uh, they really don't. Um, Google knows enough of uh, how to match them together and they usually make it'll like if I put in vertical and I spell it wrong I get to the same results and it says you must amend vertical and it corrects me so I'm not hung up on that it used to be a cheap trick to be able to go in and you know spell something wrong and then suck off the traffic sideways that really doesn't that really doesn't happen like that anymore and I and honestly I think and and I don't mean this in any bad way but I think that when people encounter a misspelling in the web page, unless you're going to be a bit big, put a note on it that says, I did this on purpose, they make a negative judgment against you anyway because you have a typo in the page. So, and I'm hoping I don't have any typos in the pages. I'm saying that because I'm the typo queen. Um, but what I what I want everybody to get out of this is, is how I wrote and how I structured this page. So B and I put the page up on Sunday and the Sunday's page wasn't ranking and now it's ranking on Wednesday and I did this properly. I want to explain to you what I did, okay? Because that becomes the next component of this. So um, if we go back and I'm going to go over here a second, I want to show you something else to be aware of. 
If you notice in that little handy dandy tool I have that SERP works and I would, if you're really serious about this and you're gonna do this all on your own, I'd say spring for the $29 because you're gonna need this. It's $25, $29 a month or something, plugs into Chrome and it tells you about your competitors. So now that we've determined what the word count is, the other thing we need to look at is the attributes of the H1, H2, H3 and H4 tags. Because what happens with that is Google is using that as a signal as well. So that needs to be in balance just as much as the word count needs to be in balance. So this guy here, he's got a one, a one, a three, and a four. This guy here has a one, a two, a seven, and a 17. This guy has a two and nothing else. Don't really understand what they did there. Oh, their word count's really low too. So there might be that. Um, I might not want to understand why this local SEO page has 122 words on it, but we'll save that for a different day. Uh, this one, one, eight, 11, and nine, okay? I, you may not know what I'm talking about yet, but I want you to get a sense of this. Um, and then when you get to our page, where's our page? Our page has 112, 35, and five, okay? So I am higher than a lot of my, now I'm not higher than this guy here. This guy has 40 and I have 35. And this guy has seven. I am a little on the high side. In my head, I'm wondering if I need to go in and dial some of those H3s back. Um, but let's, let's kind of talk about this. So I already know in my head that I need at least anywhere from five to eight sections of my website. And I'm using that delimiter here by, based on the H2. So when I sat down to say, what was I gonna do with this website? I came up with the idea to do it this way. And honestly, all the pages on this website for topics are structured this way. And what I'm defining as a topic are these main ones that are hanging off the navigation, okay? They should always all be, these should be topics as well as anything coming down need to be topics. So I have my intro paragraph. I have my hook for the user. Those are H2s, just so you know, these very large things here are large headlines. And if you notice local SEO, local SEO and the word Houston is appearing in here. This one here is an H3, I think. I actually may have taken it off, I can't remember. All right, um, but if you notice local SEO is mentioned there is ready. So when I wrote this section out, I'm writing it almost in parity. I'm writing it for Google and I'm also writing it for the end user, okay? So I said, what is local SEO? Eventually I will have a page or uh, a link over here that says, what is the definition of local SEO? And we're gonna put a whole page up on it that explains what it is, okay? So that's what the purpose of this section is because what I know is that what is local SEO is probably after local SEO, the second most searched thing, which is why it is appearing second on my page. This is the level of thought process and consciousness that you have to have as you come down this. That, that, this is why I'm kind of going through the, the, the mechanics in my brain this much, because this is the level of detail that you have to write a page with. Um, now, you can write it and then come back and backfill it, um, meaning that you could sit down, write it all out, decide what you're going to do, um, and then 
come in and put the SEO elements in. I find that it's easier to put them in and then because you tend to overdo it and then dial it back as needed, okay? So what is local SEO is also a search term. It is why it appears the second in the category. I started the framework to understand the difference. Um, once my page is written, that is what is local SEO. It's not written yet. Once it is, it'll have a read an in-depth page about let us define what local SEO is. And I will have a link here underneath this image that somebody can go and read an article on it. Um, I will not put that page in the navigation. Okay, it's only going to have this link here, but I will show you how we're going to wait that in a second. The next thing that I did, oh, I need to put some spaces in. The next thing I did is I came in and I said, what are the local SEO services for Houston business? What should they be and what should they do? Now, when I say it that way, what I actually did was can't come up with keyword rich words that actually eventually can go to their own pages and have links off this, this tag. Now these are H3s, okay? So just understand that that's happening. But every one of these will have its own page. What is management, what are citations and why do they matter to local SEO? What is, how do I do an SEO audit? How do I do a local SEO audit on an existing website? All right, so each one of these are designed as a gateway to another page. They are the services that we provide, but we also can write another subpage about this, okay? And you, you know, sometimes you would see a tool tip here, like a little thing and it'll bop up a box. I actually wanna send it out to a link that talks about Google My Business or Google Business um, uh, Profile uh, Optimization. Okay, so everything on this page is geared to go to another page and have another page written. Um, going back to my uh, bookkeeping or my accounting tax problems, okay, we might have an overview page that talks about what are the common pages, what are the common problems people have with IRS, okay, so in this section, our tax problems may be defined as IRS letters. Um, back taxes, um, delinquent taxes, never paid taxes, hate taxes, all of those. And then each one of those can lead out to another page. Um, if I was going to write this on a, just a normal Word doc, what you would see is a line and then a paragraph and a line and a paragraph. No different than you would write it. Um, Actually, I have the Word doc version of this because Kevin front ran some of this for me. But moral of the story is I took each one of these items that would be a part of our service and I made them be a, a section because I know the future goal of this is to write a page that has all these items on it. Now, just to show you how much this is, if I go to this web marketing page, and I haven't hooked it up yet, I need to. This has that same attributes on it, right? Well, having the same attributes on it, here's the local SEO. That page will go to the local SEO page. I just haven't hooked it up yet. I've got to fix these little icons for some reason they're laying over everything too. Um, 
but uh, if you can see what I'm saying there, you can you can kind of get a good handle on um, how this all works because here's the local SEO page living right in the main topic. So if you look, we've got our web marketing, that's this page. We've got local SEO here and local SEO is represented on this page and we'll reinforce that link that I'm sending, all right? So as I'm telling you how to do this, I'm telling you how to assemble it in a way that Google understands what the heck you're doing and why. Without this level of, I'm gonna use the word, we've always used the word encapsulation. What I'm doing is I'm taking a column and everything I do reinforces that column. Um, one of my customers that's been with me for a while, so he understands, he understands some of my thought process. He said to me, he said in a meeting yesterday is basically what I have is a wheel. The center of the wheel is this topics page that I'm telling you how to write. And then all the little children that are going to come off of this, which I'll show you in a minute, are the um, their spokes of the wheel. But they're all being supported off the edge. So we have a question. It says, I see that you have only three headers. Can uh, and and. Oh, I am a full service agency. We do health, life, supplemental, and personal. Yeah, you can. All right. Let me, that all came out jumbled. What this person is saying, I see that you only, I only have three headers. Can you have more? Because they're life, health, auto, um, and personal and commercial. Yes, you can do that. Uh, in fact, let me see. I haven't stopped by this website. So this may be a crapshoot. All right, you see it, commercial, auto, home, commercial, flood, other insurances, because by the time I got, these were the four core components of this agency. So that's what I ended up doing. And I ended up making these the four components across the top and anything else will come up underneath this. All right, so this is, this is an insurance AI, this is one that I put together. And it's interesting as you say that, if you notice as the cover of the homepage, now I have auto, home, renters, flood, motorcycle, boat. I have all the lines that he covers are built into my homepage. My homepage, the menu supports this. This supports the menu. So I'm hoping everybody from a visual standpoint is starting to understand the methodology on how I put these pages together. Because when these pages are put together this way, what ends up happening is we're sending the right signals to Google so that they rank the right pages. I don't, if I had, a, and this sounds gonna sound terrible, um, but if I had all my choices in the world, I would want, I don't want anybody landing on my homepage. Because at the end of the day, they have to then figure out where they're going to go. So if they wanted to be local SEO and you came on my homepage, um, where are you going to go? Where, where do you, where does that, what does that mean to you? And where are you going to go? And that's the problem because you can't really put everything here on the homepage or you'd have a homepage that you could go wrap around the block, right? Well, we don't want to do that. So I would then have to depend on the customer to know enough that they would know to need to know to go in web marketing and then come down the web marketing page and come over here and find out that I have a local SEO. Well, that's not going to happen. 
So this is why I am big proponent of how do I get you to land on the right page, period, end of story that has to happen every single time. All right. And that's, that's in part, that's the importance of putting these pages together this way. The other part of this is the fact that I am sending the signals to Google and then I'm backing up, I'm putting my money where my mouth is and I'm backing this up. So I'm going to show you how we're backing this up too, because we kind of back up what we're saying with everything we do. All right, let me go. Where's my local SEO page? Local SEO. Let's come back to that. Okay. So I have laid in the groundwork for all future pages moving forward based on how I put this. Now, you might say, Beth, how do you keep track of all of this? Remember that very first thing that we did and we did the mind map? All these pieces are on the mind map. That's how far out you can go. I can go down to the local section and then spoke out the local pages with all these subsets. I can do the same thing. Um, with the SEO page, if you look at the SEO services page again, just for a minute, is this the right page? No, it's not the right, the right page. Hold on. If I go to this page here, what you'll find is I laid out my entire SEO agency, the entire SEO part of my company is laid out in those nine blocks. Everything that we do is laid out there. So I can then put up a website or pages that support all of this, and I have a mini SEO website that all links together properly, okay? So I, everything I do is about what is the next step. When I put up a page, does it have the opportunity to lay out what we're doing? Now, I'm talking strictly about a content page, or excuse me, a topic page. These topic pages are really, they're the equivalent of studs in the wall, but they're also the pages that will come up when you, in the rankings. If you handle this right, this is what these are the pages that this is the page that you want to come up. Um, and if you look at the top, I don't even want somebody to scroll down to the bottom. I'd like them to go pick that off and just come right here and say how we can help and tell me your story. You don't even really need to come down. And if you I want to show one of the most important things that I think I say to everybody is we're not we're not created equal. We're not like any other host uh, SEO company. So even if you never go past this home page or this scroll down, I wanted this piece, that messaging to be here. So I set this up. So you come off the internet. This is where you hit. If you never scroll down, I'm fine with it. Please put your name in the box and I'll come help you. All right. And that's the way you guys should be approaching this because you're going to start scrolling down this. You might look at this <laughs> You might, but you're going to start to get down here and then your head's going to start to hurt because this is all copy being written for uh, Google. Now, I will even tell you that these right here could go as far as um, to have backup pages written. So there's no long-term contracts. I might decide to do a blog post at some point that talks about why I do not want to pick a, a SEO agency that requires me to do a year of business with them at a time. It is just, I, I think people should stay. I would write a whole page. It basically says people should stay with you because they want to, not because you're putting a rope around their neck and making them. I mean, it's that, literally that, that cut and dry, but I may decide I want to write a blog post about that. I may decide I want to write a blog post about why everybody should have a dedicated project manager. I have the apparatus in place for future um, 
ideas and future ways to approach this. All right, so just so you under understand um, what I'm doing and everything I do does that. Now this is a little, this was like stuck there because I needed word count. Um, we kind of, but I buried it just so you know, I buried it in a way that you can't. So I actually made rollouts on each one of these so that it wasn't overwhelming the customer with the answer. It was just providing, basically providing the answer, but it was doing it in a way that I didn't have a page that was that long again. So um, there are some tricks to making this visually appealing. So don't, don't forget about that either. Um, but I, I just, you know, I also wanted to rank on SEO expert. Um, so I made sure that was built into my page as well. Eventually, what I may say is what are the attributes of an SEO expert? And I may take that and point it to that page with the hopes of pushing that up to the top. So the page is focused on that. So all these pages, when I, I know we're talking a lot about from this standpoint, every website I have has the same attributes to it because the goal is to get Google to understand A, what we do, B, be clear to the customer. Um, I think those are interchangeably probably on the same level, okay? And C, um, set forth a path that allows Google to pick up and land people on the right page. Um, I have websites that are 20 and 30,000 pages because when you, by the time you're done doing this, they're that voluminous, all right? So just, I don't want you to think that this is a, a five-page project and we're over. Okay, so let's come back to our web design page here. Uh, if you notice, again, it has the same attributes. Um, it has the same attributes to it. Uh, local has the same attributes. They all have that, that. And just to show you that we do this everywhere, here's just the law firm that's done that way. Um, every single website we have has the same attributes to it. And, and graphically, they look different. They have their own personalities. But so I have on this one, I have practice areas. We've got the same. Now, this looks different than what I just showed you. But here they all are sitting right here. And when I click through uh, to business law, it goes to another page that has all the business law we do. Again, similar attributes and, and aspects to it. Um, the other thing that this thing does is link together, which is where I'm going to go to next after we understand everything that we've got going on here. So is everybody understanding so far how do you contract, uh, you, you, um, you create a, um, a topics page and why it has to have these certain feel to it and why it has to have a certain word count to it. Are we all, if we're all good, um, I'm going to show you the next part of this. Okay, you're all quiet. So I'm going to go to the next thing. I don't see anything in the scroll. Nobody has their hand up. Okay. All right. So onward and upward. So the next thing we're going to do is we're going to come back to this page here. Actually, we're going to go to the web design page. Okay. So if you notice, we have the words web design and development company on this page because this is the overview page for that part of the website, okay? And frankly, I'm gonna have to add a little bit to this, but I'm not quite there yet. If you notice, I also have a drop down that's web development. 
So that should tell your brain that those two items should start to go together. Okay, so I have my um, hold on, I think I got one I got to remove. If I remove somebody wrong again, just let me know. I just I just have to keep because I don't we don't need mail spammers in here. All right. So when you come down and I have these down here, okay, I'm talking about development, design, 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 design. Um, I have web development here, um, which of course I have put under this. What then happens is when you get to the bottom, and this is really important, okay? You notice that I have a topic here that says related web design topics. All right, and that actually links to the page that we're on now because that is the main one here in the navigation. All right, this page and this page should be the same. On each section of your website and on each page, you need this bottom menu. All right, now there's ways to do this automated and I'll explain how to do that in a second. Um, so that we can do it. Somebody just asked if I'm gonna share a video. Every one of these goes up under the class section here on the top of the website. If you look, I have classes and the videos all live, where the hell do they live? They live here on this page. Here's YouTube here, okay? So as we put them up, they all fill in here. This is actually gonna be part three of my what is SEO, my beginner series. Um, this is actually the third part of that. So that'll go here with this. Um, I've also got the one from HCC coming from last week. So those are, so they all go here. Um, you also can subscribe to it as part of the podcast. So if you need to see it visually, you can watch it over and over and over again. If you need to just listen to me babble because you're lonely and you want to ride around in your car and listen to Beth, I put it on a podcast just in case. That'd be scary if people were actually doing that, but apparently they do because people actually listen to my podcast, which is good. I'm, I'm happy that they do. I can't just imagine listening two hours of myself. I think that's what I just, I'm like, anyway, but God love yous. All right. So let me come back here. Let me come back to this web design page. All right. So you see, I have web development here. The web development link will need to be hooked up. Actually, I'm going to do that when we, when we all hang up and stop here, I'm going to hook these pages up before I forget again. Okay, um, this one here needs to go to the search engine optimization side. This one needs to go to the web development side. But what I have these doing is creating an interrelated um, inter set of pages. So remember I told you that I've created little mini websites. In essence, this is gonna dump out the contents of what I view of related items on my website, okay? so. I have my web development page. I have my main page. I also have um, two pages on web development that are underneath it. One is what's the difference between a web designer and a web developer. The other one is what's the difference between web design and web development, because those are actually two different. One is about the people, one is about the service. So what I did is I put those all together and the reason I put them all together is because what I'm doing now is encapsulating them together so that they all create inner links to each other, okay? This internal linking structure 
is what then signals Google that these are related and this is the most important. So you remember my Galveston example on the, on the, on the cinder blocks pushing it up? These right here push this page up, okay? And then when I come into the web development page, again, similar attributes, right? You see in similar, similar ways that these pages are constructed. But when I come to here on the bottom, you notice it's got it again. But it all goes back to so the main topic, whatever your main topic is, you have related web design topics, related accounting topics, related bookkeeping, whatever. Uh, my insurance company lady, if you put five pages about auto insurance, this would say related auto insurance topics. And then all the auto insurance pages would be encapsulated and put together, okay? And they're all done in a way that every one of those pages then have this submenu to the bottom of it so that there is an interrelation between the pages in that section. So you are sending Google, this is the most important page. This is what I say is my web design main page. And then I have all these other pages underneath it. The more of these pages you have underneath it, the higher the main page gets push, pushed up. Um, for years, all right, and this is a waging battle, I think, in the SEO community. And I, I'm going to tell you that I have refined my thinking. It shows evolution. That's a good thing. Um, all the way along, this interlinking concept was very important. And I always did the interlinking in the website in lieu of going out and getting outside links. There's other people out in the community that would say to me, you're crazy. The only way, the only thing that you can do is go get links out from other websites and they have to be relevant and they have to point to you. And although that is true, by not having a good solid links from the outside on a website, I can offset some of that deficiency by setting the interlinking upright. So you smaller guys that don't have a link profile like I do, uh, um, those, those people or those websites, um, excuse me, those inner pages create some of that signaling out to Google, even though there's not um, votes, if you will, from the outside world. Um, what I have noticed, this menu on the bottom and this encapsulation concept to me for a really long time was one of those things that was like a secret way to juice your website, if you will. This has been around for almost as long as I've been doing websites. And I say almost because I think that really this started to come into favor back in 2002. But the weight that Google placed on the internal links has changed in and out of their algorithm. What I'm noticing now is I'm seeing a lot of conversation about this. So either we just had a whole bunch of 20 and 30 year olds that woke up and decided, oh, wait, look at what I found. Or it's coming back in vogue. And I think that's the latter because I have a moving company that's been with us for 11 or 12 years now. Um, and I had to 
um, go back and forth and prune off some of these from time to time. And now I'm actually going to have, we're going to actually go back and put them back together a little bit. So the amount and how much we do has varied through the years of how many of these pages. What I will tell you in a classroom environment without talking about how to goose or game Google system is do what makes the most amount of sense, okay? If there's web design articles or accounting articles or car insurance articles, you don't have to write 50 car insurance articles. You might only need to write five. Now understand these are not the same as blogs. They're not counted as the same as blogs. And I don't want these pages confused with blogs. These are pages that are less opinionated or subject to change. I will always be offering SEO service. I will always be offering web design service. How I decide I'm going to talk about local, eh, that may change. But my core function of the way local service is offered by this company and the way I set that policy that's up, those are evergreen pages. And that's sort of what I'm talking about. These topics are gateways. The, the rest of them, and we'll, we'll look at a couple of these ones that are not gateway pages in just a second. Um, and I'm not calling them doorways. I don't want anybody to think I'm renaming them. What they are is the table of contents into these sections of your website, which is why I'm calling them gateways, because it's how you get to all the sub pages. If I wanted to take car insurance, we're all familiar, familiar with car insurance. We have a car insurance uh, section on our website. In that, it might be, what is the value of, order, of adding collision coverage to my vehicle, and when can I consider dropping it? So it may be a whole discussion about what is collision, what is comprehensive, and why, when you live in South Texas, you should always have comprehensive. Now, they can sound a little bloggy as I'm giving you the topics, but the reality is you, are, you offer collision, comprehensive, bodily, uh, bodily injury, uh, medical payments or personal injury, uh, uninsured motorists, you offer those coverages. So you should have those coverage pages written, written out together and interlinked off your auto page. All right. They're not, they're not blog pages I'm talking about. So I just want to make sure we're clear there. And then I want to use a, something that we're all familiar with in the form of auto insurance. We all have it, at least I hope we do. Um, and some of the coverage terms. Those coverage terms should have individual pages written on them. All right, so what this says, what do you use the mind map for? The mind map is what these pages all are. So I have a main web, I have a main um, page. Let's let's go back to the cremation. So I didn't want to get on, like, I didn't want to hurt anybody's feelings with cremation. It just, it's like a weird topic. I even feel weird talking about it sometimes, but um, let's let's look at this site a second and let's, let's let me see if I, um, if we can kind of do this a little bit so you can see what we did. Uh, this says, what app do you use? I use MindMaple. Um, I, I love my little MindMaple software. I don't know if it's compatible or not um, with uh, non-Mac. I don't really know. Um, there's also, there's another one that's expensive though, Miro, it's M-I-R-O and, it, and it's expensive if you start to try to add more on it than what you should do. All right, so here's this, this site here and let me stop this this way and let me just do this. 
desktop one. Share. Okay, so you should see this whole desktop here now, and I'm gonna shut this window off here. And I'm gonna move this over a little bit. And I'm gonna actually make it a little bit smaller. And I'm gonna bring our mind map up next to it. Okay, and I understand before anybody tells me the print is small, I know the print's gonna be small because I'm trying to put two windows side by side so you can see what I did here. And I'm moving the chat to the other screen here. Hang on a minute, we'll just throw that over here for the second. Okay, so if you look, here's our mind map. This is in position one. See, it says cremation services. These are the children pages I have underneath it, which are direct cremation veterans programs if you roll it down direct cremation we decided to put a when death is eminent in a pre-planning service because these were more um i had these as top menu items uh the customer wanted them rolled under here so we we did go ahead and do that so theoretically i should take this and roll that underneath all right when I do that, what I'm basically doing is I'm saying my creation drop down, my creation, my cremation drop down should have these five pages, and then those five pages need to get hooked together. And in this case, we have four pages, um, and we I think we ended up moving the veteran services as well. But so you can see that off our original mind map, I've got that in the first place. Okay. Now, this FAQ about cremation, I decided to call it Cremation 101. And if you notice, we have somebody's passed away. Uh, how do I, why do I choose creation over burial, religious concerns, government benefits? We put them all under here. Those all go together. Okay. And I don't, you know. All right. So I use this mind map to create these pages. If you come into the cremation services page, you'll notice we have the direct cremation. We have the veterans programs, veteran programs. We need some interlinking. I have to go through this and optimize this website now that it's before it goes live. But so there's some of these, but, but the direct cremation would go to direct cremation page. Veteran programs would go to veteran programs. Um, and you can see we have these all set up that these pages interconnect with each other. And then it will have this thing here on the bottom that will list all the topics on the page. So that's how I'm using the mind map. I'm using the mind map to build out these pages. If I showed you the mind map for the May law firm one, your head would explode because I have almost 90 boxes on that of pages that I sat down. We took us four and a half hours, but the client and I sat down, literally put everything on it and assembled it how it would go. And I, I, I genuinely, genuinely say you need to do that. Um, and we do that for, for a lot of them. I have a corporate housing one we're about to put up. Um, you'll see we've got all the corporate housing, con but like, look at how many, uh, you should be able to see my desktop. Look at how many subtopics I have. Those are all pages that are going to live on this website. This website's going to be enormous, but look at them all. Like as I scroll down them, you can see them all. I mean, there's just oodles of pages, but that's how we're going to connect them together so that they are encapsulated properly and send the power of this website out throughout the website and push it out right and support it right. 
Okay, and that's that's a really important thing. Um, the other thing, if you notice, my footer menu sort of matches my header menu on this one. I'm good with that. We added the pre-planning and the uh, other ones here just because they should be uh, top top of mind, even though they're folded up under here on this on this one here. Okay, because we didn't want to make this too long. Um, for those of you that have locations, you notice this one has a locations. Um, Florida is our first one. I think there may be another one coming on. But we have uh, locations for Florida page. And so we have it. And then we have it optimized for Orlando, Florida. So that page is set up. If we bring in you know, Texas, then it'll be set up for Texas. If we bring in Louisiana, that will be added as Louisiana. So each of the, each and each and every one of these will be encapsulated together um, with a footer menu. And, and when this thing goes live, you're more than welcome to go look at it and, and they'll be put together. I think if I go back to this dormer site for a second for that insurance site. Um, oh, this practice areas menu, if you notice, this is the same menu that I showed you on the bottom is living on the side of this website. So we opted to go with this one on the side, but it has, you can see I have bankruptcy. I've got all little bankruptcy children. I've got business law. I've got all the, so I have that same encapsulation menu living on the same, on the side of this website. Okay. Um, that's, it's really, really important that part of this. Um, when I come back into a normal page that doesn't have to have all this thought process on the wrong browser. Um, just so you're aware, it's okay to write a normal page, okay, um, that doesn't have all these attributes to it. And if you notice, they don't, but they're not on my navigation, and that's by design, okay? The only way to get to those pages are this submenu down here, all right? Um, because this Houston web design company versus a web development company, what are the differences? That's not a primary page and it shouldn't have that same weight, all right? But that's a question that I know people ask, like what's the difference between a web designer and a web developer? There's a world of difference and there's a world of difference between people and there. So, and it's funny because we also talk right brain, left brain. In the web design and web development, although they sound like they should be the same thing, the web design is art and the web development's math. So they really are the right and the and maybe that's a blog post for me to write is that the what is the you know right brain left brain one two three and have a discussion on some of this that this rises to having its own blog post at some point. Um, but I made them be part main parts of the website because I wanted my customers or anybody that's a potential customer to understand this is what you need to do if you're looking for a web developer. This is what you need to do if you're looking for a web designer. Those two words are not interrelated. The only thing about them that are the same is the word web. Okay, and they have to do with your website, but it doesn't necessarily mean that they're the same thing or that they have the same tool sets. But if you look at this page, it doesn't have those attributes and those pathways into other, not obviously, let me just say. There are, there are words like web design service I've hooked up and matched out to the web design part and I did it as part of the text. I would encourage you to do that when it makes sense. If you have a word on your website and you have another related page, please go ahead and go hook it up and link it up. That's an important thing to do. You wanna make sure that you have those hooked up as well, okay? 
Um, so when you come through the text, you see I have web developers, it goes to the web developer page. Web design, it goes to the web design page. So I'm putting more links throughout the page because again, that sends signals, okay? But you can see this page is very much different than those topics pages I gave you. This is just a basic page that talks about stuff. The other thing is if you can put in a table of contents, and the reason why is a couple reasons. One is Google will spider that and help. But when you get these really long pages, it's a way for somebody to go, hey, what do I really want to know about and jump to it? So they know, A, there's more on that page, but B, how do I take that and how do I do I give them? So it's, it's really for the end user, but Google also uses that table of contents to see that hierarchy. Basically, that's what I'm talking about today is what is the hierarchy and what do I have to do? Um, the other thing that I do on these pages is I write in these words, okay? Um, in fact, I change this title tag to include um, this, this, thing, this thing did not say, why does a business need web design services, okay? I actually changed that to get the web design services in because I wanted the link pointing back out. Now, if you notice, I sent the signal on that one out to the home page. I did not send it to the web design page because I also need Google to understand at some point in time that really vertical web does all three. So I have some of my web designs pointing to the internal web design pages. Some of mine is pointing to the um, home page. Um, far less to the home page than to the web design page. That I will admit. And if you notice, I have web design services and web design here. I hook them together. Um, this one goes to the web design page. This one goes to the home page. I'm sending two different signals when I do that. Okay. And that's why it's done that way. All right. I think, I, I, I don't know if you all have questions or not. But I think if you can start to do this, this is a really good jump off point for how to start to put together a piece of content. Because I, I think that you have to understand it's not just writing flilly stuff that you really need to sit down and think about what do you want to say? What does your business offer? How do I want to do that? How do I want to explain it to a customer? Oh, and one other side note that I did here. If you go to the local SEO page, I need to fix all those little, I don't know why they're doing it. If you look here, view our latest class on local SEO. I made a link to the class on local SEO. So again, I'm utilizing my whole, Okay, you can go away if you don't want to shut up. Where it needs to go to, where why I did that is because it establishes what we're talking about. It establishes that we're an expert. And that link now supports that local SEO podcast page. Because at the end of the day, ideally those podcasts, they're a way for me not only to address you, and you guys to know what's going on and stuff like that, more what this is, is also for me to let anybody that comes across me to know that I'm not like any other SEO company you've ever talked to. And I'm not, I actually know what I'm talking about. So I can have that conversation in a much different way than the 
uh, sales guy down at the local newspaper that's selling SEO that really just doesn't even know what that actually all is. So when you start to when you start to understand that and and get that head that wrap your wrap your head around that it starts to it starts to work a whole lot better. So do we have any questions in all of this? I know I kind of went fast through this today. Um, but do we have any questions? And if you want to unmute yourself and ask a question, please have at it. I mean, that's fine too. Because this is all heady kind of stuff. So uh, if you have questions now would be, otherwise I'm, I think I'm at a stopping spot for this for today. Um, and we can, we'll be talking about blogging the first and next month. We'll be delimiting a blog and what those should be comprised of. Some of this should be the same stuff, but you know, how do I build a successful blog and what does that need to be is going to be the next part of this. Okay, everybody's muted and nobody has any questions. I'm looking for the chat. No, you don't even have questions in the chat. All right, well. Okay, all good then. If you guys are all done, I'm out for them for this class. Um, and we will talk to you all. Uh, what am I doing next week? Oh, next week, um, next Wednesday, we have uh, nine things that you need to know about SEO. Um, they're just really, really um, broad, broad topics. So um, just go with it and we'll just kind of go from a broad level. So you're welcome, everybody. I'm glad everybody learned. Like I said, this is a fire hose sometimes. So, um, and if anybody needs any help or has any questions, of course, just reach out and let me know. And we'll we'll kind of go from there. So uh, anyway, all right, I will see you guys in a week. Um, have a good one and I'll talk to you all soon. Bye-bye.